What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Candice Lodre, your favorite family life coach. And I'm coming to you again this week with Candice Lodre Presents Celebrity Lemonade. I hope you all had an amazing weekend and had a great week. And I hope you guys are ready for a great topic today that we're going to be discussing, which is Jada Pickett Smith and Cherie Zampino. Red Table, Real Talk, Real Honesty. Five lessons to apply when being in a blended family. This personally hit home for me because I am a part of a blended family. And I know some of you out there that are listening are also part of a blended family too. If you are not, do not click off of this podcast because there's definitely some rich information in here that you can pass on to somebody else that you know may be experiencing challenges or issues within their blended family as well. So as you know, I like to give you a little bit of history about the celebrities that I cover so you can know who they are and why we're discussing them. So here we go. So Will Smith was married to Cherie Zampino in May of 1992 and they decided to have a son who is a Trey and he is now in his 20s. Um, As their love story developed, some challenges came about and unfortunately their love story came to an end in December of 1995. Wow, they were separated. Miss Jada Pickett came through and um, her and Will began dating in 1995 as well. Um, However, once the divorce between Will and Cherie was final, they actually continued to date and end up getting married in 1997. And we can happily say that they are still married. Um... We can say within a black culture that they are like black excellence. They are couples goals, relationship goals, because I can honestly say reviewing over their um, story or their history, they have not really had any huge scandals or issues within their marriage that have been in the headlines or that we know of. A lot of it has been very small, small rumors that almost basically didn't see the light of day. So that's something great to say about them. And um, as well as I can say that um, the majority of the time when we see them, they are always promoting positivity. And most importantly, they are always speaking highly of each other and other people as well as about their family. And so as a family life coach, you know, I am all about that. They have two beautiful and handsome children, uh, Willow and Jaden, who are 17 and 19 years old. I always uh, see this clip kind of floating through where uh, Willow and Jaden were on the Oprah Winfrey show. And they were so little and so small. So it's kind of crazy to just think that they're now 17 and 19. Um, So fast forwarding to this new show, Red Table Talk, it is involving Jada Pickett-Smith, her daughter Willow Smith, and Jada's mother, Miss Adrian. And they're going to be discussing different issues that affect women and kind of talking about their personal journeys with those issues and how they've overcame them. And so the very first episode was with Jada and Cherie and how they discuss their journey as a blended family. And honestly, I was all over it. I loved every bit of it. It was grown folk talk, 
It was transparency sprinkled in there, honesty, revelations happening. The maturity level was just on an extreme high. And you can honestly tell that there was a genuine mutual respect, which is very key when you are talking about adults that are part of a blended family. And so you didn't see any cattiness. You didn't see them fighting like for the spotlight or fighting to try to get their point across. They did not sugarcoat anything, which I really appreciated because you can you can tell when people are being phony for the cameras, but they honestly didn't sugarcoat anything and they were just really transparent and um honest about their situation and I loved it because I don't think this is a topic that's discussed a lot. And definitely within the black community, I think that we kind of overlook the importance of why we need to talk about certain issues that go on within blended families because there are a lot of things that occur that go swept under the rug and the main people that are involved that really don't have a say so are affected which are the children so i really enjoyed this um topic and so as i said earlier this definitely hit close to home because um i'm in a blended family myself I have a beautiful, uh, amazing, talented 18-year-old, so I am definitely a proud bonus mom. My husband and I also have three children, which are the ages of 8, 5, and 4, so I got my hands full. (laughs) But I can say I am truly blessed that God called me into this position of being a bonus mom because if anybody knew me, you know, back in the day, I was definitely talking about how I would never date a man that had any children, let alone marry. And so my situation is definitely an example of how God hears your plans and laugh because I cannot be any more happier or any more blessed with the husband that he has brought to me and um, as well as just the position that I'm in and being a bonus mom. Now, while I also am a fan of not sugarcoating things, I can honestly say that, you know, our situation is not where I would love for it to be. Um, God is truly continuously working on our situation and bringing healing and bringing um, just reunification and bringing um, hope into our situation. And so he is truly... uh, creating an environment for us to be able to have more happier times than sad. But again, like I said, I know trusting in our Lord that he doesn't give us no more than we can handle. And um, one of the key elements that I'm going to discuss within uh, this podcast about this topic is something that I believe that um, God has definitely reinstilled in my heart about our uh, blended family. So as I say, here's where I come in. <laughs> as a family life coach, I did, I was able to pull a lot of key elements out of Jada and Cherie's conversation. And I feel like they were great tools um, to, or and points to kind of Continue to practice within being in a blended family so that your transition and your journey could be as smooth as possible. So let's get right into it. So number one, the number one 
key element that I saw within Sheree and Jada's conversation was always keeping the focus on the kids. You know, a lot of times as adults, we can get just selfish. <laughs> if if we want to be honest here, we can get self-absorbed. We can be selfish and we can only think about ourselves and we forget that we brought individuals into the situation that didn't ask to be in it. And so we have to keep in mind that the kids are watching and when they are watching, they are seeing our arguments. They are seeing our disgust. They are seeing our happy times. They are seeing, you know, how our relationships evolve and they cling to that. And so we want to try as the adults in a situation to make sure that we are providing the best environment and the best example for the kids. Because again, they're the most affected by it because they didn't ask to be in it. You know, when you have that baby father that is not sticking to the schedule, when you have that bonus mom or bonus father that, um, or bonus mom, uh, I'm sorry, baby father or baby mother that's not sticking to the pickup schedule or drop off schedule, when you have that bonus mom or bonus dad that's overstepping their boundaries and adding their two cents on things that you didn't ask for, you got to make sure that you remember to always keep in mind the focus of the kids. <laughs> You got to keep them in the forefront, you know, to try to make the situation as positive and smooth as possible. Because when they see you snap off on that mother or father or that bonus mom or bonus dad, they're going to be like, oh, okay, so I could do that too, right? And then they're going to emulate what they see. So you want to try your best to keep them in mind and try to create the most positive environment as possible for them. So that's number one. Number two forgiveness oh this is so key um within Jaden and Cherie's conversation they had brought up a funny moment that's funny now but back then it wasn't to where um Cherie had called the house and her and Jada had some words and then Jada hung up on her so Cherie called back to speak to Will and Jada didn't allow her to do it and then you know Jada I mean Cherie was like you know you living in my house and called out a name and Jada was like, you know, what well, is my house now? So click, hung up again. And while they were laughing and kicking at the moment, which they could because they've came a long way, at that when it probably first occurred, oh, I can imagine Cherie probably flipping tables over, like going nuts. And <laughs> I can imagine like Will looking at Jada like, now why you do that? You know better than that. Now you didn't create a whole nother problem for me to have to deal with. So as the conversation moved forward between Jada and Sheree, as they talked about it, she Jada stated how, oh no, I'm sorry. Sheree stated how Jada apologized to her about basically the little messy moments like that that have occurred within their relationship. And Sheree forgave her. And that is very important. The first part is apologizing, which you definitely have to make sure that you own up to your mess. Um... You know, it relates back to the always keeping the kids in mind. You you want to try to create the best positive environment and try to create healthy relationships with anybody that's going to be looking after your child. And, you know, while you may have separated from that mother or father that you create that child with, 
you know, you still want to have a healthy, cordial relationship with them too. So you want to try your best to be the example that you can, the best example that you can be. And so apologizing is a way of just owning up to your stuff and moving forward. And then the other party, whoever you're apologizing to, has to forgive because if you hold on to that mess and that drama and that pain, it's just going to eat you up and make you worse inside. It's not going to make that baby mama or baby father hurt anymore. And it's not going to um, affect the mother or father that you know have the issue with. It's going to affect you. So you got to let go and move forward and forgive because it is definitely going to be better for your situation than worse. I always relate it back to you as far as from a spiritual aspect. You know, God forgives us so many times of little petty stuff that we do every day. I mean, he probably gives us the side out like at least 15 to 16 different times a day. But yet he forgives us and continues to bless us and continue to cause us his children and continues to love on us unconditionally. And we have to take that trait ourselves. While we are not God and we're not Jesus and we, you know, are not perfect, we are definitely human. We have to try our best to try to emulate the best qualities that we can to make our situations in our life better. And, you know, part of that is forgiving and forgiving and moving forward. And so that's number two is forgiveness. Number three, everybody don't have to be best friends, but you do need to be cool. Now, speaking from a personal perspective, I would say when I first got into my blended family, I definitely was overboard with it. I was envisioning in my head that we were going to, me and my bonus child's mama was going to be like BFFs. We were going to be, you know, going shopping together, having holidays together. We were going to, you know, just be this second match made in heaven outside of me and my husband. And it didn't happen that way. And a lot of that I have to take ownership on on myself because I was going to the extreme. And we can't do that. You know, we have to make sure that we take baby steps to get to a place that we want to be. And with, you know, having to deal with other adults in a situation when it's involving children, it can be difficult and it can be challenges because you have different personalities, different upbringings, different ways of doing things. And you're trying to bring it all together to make one big happy unit. And while there's going to be some hiccups and trial and error, you still have to make sure that you are cordial and cool with whoever the adults are in the situation. You know, kids are little walking geniuses. They can sense and detect things and know things without even telling us. And so you always have to keep in mind, again, that they are watching. And so if you are nasty to that bonus mama, bonus dad, when they drop off your kid, or as a bonus mama, bonus dad, if you being ignorant towards the mother or father of that child, they're going to pick up on that. And then they're going to start emulating it. And then you're going to be sitting back wondering like, well, where they get that from? <laughs> they got it from you. <laughs> ding, ding, dong. So you want to make sure 
that you try your best to be as positive as possible, as I said. And like I said, you ain't got to be best friends and talking on the phone every night and having holidays together, but you definitely do need to be cool. Now, with Jada and Cherie's situation, they got to that. You know, they do vacation and have holidays together and things of that nature, uh, which is great. But everybody's situation doesn't have to be to that extent. If it does, that's a bonus. That's amazing. But if it doesn't, you definitely want to make sure that you at least cool and cordial with the other adults that are involved. So that was number three. So we're moving into number four. Number four is creating and respecting boundaries is key. You have to create boundaries when you are in a blended family because it can turn into a free-for-all okay (laughs) it truly does um having those tough conversations early on is best because situations are going to come up later on in your journey where you're going to be like what do I do how should I do it and you're going to be fumbling around trying to figure out what to do and may end up making a situation worse So creating those rules and boundaries early on in the relationship is very key. And for example, like things that come about with like who disciplines the child, you know, what's appropriate etiquette about calling, you know, the house when the child is over, um, you know, as far as different environments, you know, what, where do you feel comfortable with your child going when it comes to the bonus mom or the bonus father? Um, things like that are conversations that should be had at the beginning of your journey as a blended family. And it's not necessarily coming to the table as well with just terms like this, this, and this need to happen if it don't you ain't going to never see my child or we ain't going to never talk to each other. It should definitely be from a perspective of, okay, this is what I prefer. I would like to know what you prefer and how can we compromise and meet in the middle. When you work like that, I'm telling you the transition will happen a lot smoother than rockier. And, you know, it's also about creating boundaries with your child, too. You want to make sure that you have those conversations with your children to let them know this is the new parent um, that's going to be in your life. While they never, which I loved how Sheree, up oh, Sheree, Sheree and Jada pointed this out in the conversation. They talked about how. Each other knew that they weren't being replaced, meaning Jada knew that she would never replace Cherie as Trey's mother. And Cherie knew that she would never kind of replace, in a way, Jada in Trey's life either. Like, they both had their own individual roles. And both of them was to love and nurture Trey as a child and as an adult. That is something that is very key that has to be discussed, you know, with the kids, too, and letting them know what boundaries that they have and how they should respect and treat the bonus parent that's going to come in their lives. And so as well as how they should treat their mother or father. Um, because it gets tricky, you know, after parents divorce or they separate, you know, the child trying to figure out like, okay, so how, how should I look at y'all? What, what are your roles still? Like, what should I be, how should I relate to you at this point? 
And so you got to make sure that you have those conversations with the babies too. So they know that everybody is on one, one accord, which is loving and nurturing and creating healthy and positive relationships with that child as well as each other. Um, because it's important for the parents to maintain, again, like I said, in number three, you got to make sure that you cool. <laughs> you got to make sure that you cool. So creating and respecting those boundaries is key. And also another important aspect of creating boundaries is making sure that you do it with individuals that are outside the situation. That's the mama. That's the daddy, that's the sister, that's the brother, that's the cousin, that's the best friend. You know, a lot of times we get frustrated with our situations when it comes to blended families and we just start running our mouths to our mama, our aunties, our, you know, daddies, our uncles. And then when it's time to be nice and cordial in front of everybody, people start running off at the mouth talking crazy and you looking like, ugh. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> you ain't supposed to say that in front of them or you ain't supposed to do that in front of them. So you got to make sure that you create those boundaries with outside entities. And you have to be in a place of understanding that you are in control. You got this. You are the person that is controlling what is going on within this. Well, you are a part of a, a dynamic that's controlling what's going on in y'all situation, meaning it's you, the mother, the father, the child, and it's the bonus mom and the bon- or the bonus dad. That's it. It's all about that circle. Everybody else is on the outside. And while, yes, they can vent about it, they can listen to you vent, but that's where the buck stops. And you have to be very firm about making that clear. Like, you know, I'm just talking to you about this, you can give me advice and suggestions if you want invent, but it's not going to affect what's going on in my circle, in my situation. And you have no authority <laughs> in my situation or what's going on. So you have to make sure that you create those boundaries within the circle and outside of the circle. And lastly, number five is something that I spoke about earlier as far as one of those key elements that I feel that God reinstilled um, within my heart about my own personal situation, which is hope. Hope, hope, hope. You have to be optimistic and hopeful when it comes to situations that you deal with in blended families. Um I know that there may be somebody out there listening that is a part of a blended family right now that is going through some crazy, interesting, don't know how you got here type of issues that you're just like, what do I do? How do I get out of this? How I'm going to stay in this? <laughs> what, where did this come from? What is going on? And you just probably just like, I don't know, like rather to wind my uh, my butt or scratch my watch. But let me tell you, you, following for one, these key key, um, elements that I pointed out or these key tools is the first step. Um, The second step is knowing that things 
always have a possibility of getting better. Always. They always have a possibility of getting better. And then lastly, it's not the end. It's not the end. Um, I always look at my situation as, you know, until I'm dead and gone or the other parties are dead and gone, the situation is never going to, the situation has not ended. So that still leaves another possibility for something better to happen or, uh, uh, you know, epiphany to come or change to a positive change to happen. You definitely have to be positive and hopeful because listening to Jada and Cherie's conversation, it definitely was some challenging and rocky times that they endured at the beginning of their journey. But to see what they are now, it, it was just, Enlightful, it was enlightening and it was positive and it was just great to see. And honestly, there are a lot of success stories out there of blended families that sometimes we overlook because we got so much crazy stuff happening in our own or we hear about so much crazy stuff, but even within um celebrity land, you know, I think about Diddy and his baby mamas and Adrian um, Halton and Israel Halton and the mother of their children, they have a great dynamic. Like there are definitely situations out there where there are positive blended families that show like it's possible. (laughs) Like you can make it, you can get through this. And so you want to always be hopeful always optimistic because once you lose that hope and that optimism it's pretty much down the drain from there and who wants to live like that right i don't think nobody does so i will reiterate the five key tools lessons tips that you can take from um jada and sheree's conversation and their journey and apply it to your own blended family which is number one always keeping the focus on the kids number two forgiveness practice it live it breathe it number three everybody don't have to be best friends but you do need to be cool number four creating and respecting boundaries slash rules is key and number five is hope So I really do hope that this podcast was enlightening and insightful and provided some understanding for you and your families and hopefully gave you some tools and some key tips to be able to take on so that your journey could continue to develop into a positive, healthy, and productive situation. (laughs) And so if you guys have not already checked me out, um, definitely continue to follow me on um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under The CL Brand. Um, If you want to check out anything that I'm doing or other things that I have going on, coming from our like books or apparel or accessories you can check me out at www.candaceloudre.com so that's www.candaceloudre.com um don't forget this month i have a special edition shirt 
uh, for moms. It's called It's a Mom Vibe. Very cute shirt. It's baseball tees and tank tops come in different colors, all sizes. Make sure that you buy it, wear it, take a picture, put it on the gram, put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter. Let everybody see what your mom vibe is. So you can get that again at my website at www.candiceloudray.com. Hit that products button and scroll down to shop now and you can access all of the things that I have available on my website. So again, I hope this podcast was helpful to you all. I am going to check you guys next Friday. Don't forget to share, comment, please. Let me know what you got out of this podcast. Let me know how you've been enjoying it. Um, You can go to my website uh, and click on the contact uh, page and send me a little note. Let me know what you're thinking about. I'll post it on social media or not if you don't want me to. Or hit me up on my different social media sites and let me know how you've been enjoying these podcasts. So I'll check you guys next week. Bye.